Perfect picture to fit my frame of mind. Rick Blackburn had signed a guy named Gary Wolf from Ohio to CBS Records. And he cut this song called Perfect Picture to Fit My Frame of Mind. They were getting ready to release it. And Rick gets a phone call from Ray Charles. I thought this was a Ray Charles song. Ray Charles. I thought this was a Ray. This is a Ray Charles song. 
he gets he gets a phone call from Ray Charles and Ray says, Rick, I want to cut that song. I, I want to cut that perfect picture song. And Rick says, I'm sorry, Ray. Uh, we've cut it on a new artist and it's already we're we're about ready to get it pressed and send it out. And he said, I'm sorry, but you can't have it. That's the only chance I ever had to get a Ray Charles song. And that was a Ray Charles song. You're right. So they put it out on Gary Wolf. It goes to 50. And that's the end of it. Until years later, until years later, Conway Twitty cut it. And bless his heart, the track was finished, but he was supposed to go back in and redo the vocals on it. he just done a scratch vocal. And he died before he, he went back in. Who's the modern-day Ray Charles voice? I would love to see that person sing that song today. Yeah, I need to find somebody. I tell you what, a couple of years ago, uh, Gene Watson was looking for songs. We had re-demo with Roger singing uh, Bridget Just Won't Burn and uh, sent it to Gene. Oh, man, he cut a great record on it on his last album, you know. So those old songs, I've had several old songs getting so you also, also had a lot of uh, women in this era recording your music. Shelley West, Louise Mandrell, Darlene Austin. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Most of those probably, oh, uh, uh, Terry Gibbs and, uh, well, it must have been right, a lot of girls songs. <laughs> Terry Gibbs. And, and then uh, there, the last, Tammy Cochran on Angels oh, in gosh. Waiting, which is yeah in 2001. That's a special song. That song, Warner Brothers put us together, Stuart and I with Tammy and she came out to his house. We all met at Stuart's house. Of course they wanted us to write something upbeat, positive, okay? They always do. So we're we're talking and she starts telling us about her brothers who had cystic fibrosis and had both passed away, but she was telling us what it was like growing up with them. And she said, you know, she said, I, I have tried to write a song for them to dedicate this album to them. She said, I, I've got just two or three lines. I've never been able to do it. And we said, well, what are they? Let us hear them. We are as far away from an upbeat, positive song as you can get, you know. But sometimes you just don't care. I mean, you write what you feel. So we said, tell us tell us all about it. And, and so we, we wrote that song with her, and it was simply to be the last song on the album to dedicate it to her brothers. When it got to radio, radio was like, no. We want this right here. You know, we want this song to be a single. And so they put it out as a single. It was probably the country's thing. Had a dobro on it, for goodness sake. I mean, it was always getting to the point by then that you didn't hear steel guitar, and this one had a dobro. She's such a great singer. Should have been a big star. The video has her and her family playing. It's really touching. It's it's a very uh, black and white footage of her and her brothers uh, playing in the the snow. When it shows the empty swings. Yeah. Uh, they called us over when the video was finished. They called Stuart and I over to CBS and took us in this room and, and showed us that video, and we were both crying when it was. I still I can barely watch it now. You know, I, it gets to that empty, those empty swings, and it's like, oh, goodness, that's, that's really strong. I think it stayed on the charts like 39 weeks or something. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. I'd never had a song stay on the charts that long. 